This week's breaking news, Ahsoka TV series is finally coming to LEGO. You can empty your bank account for the Gringotts Bank, and you can go stop over at the Brickbusters for the San Diego Comic-Con booth. So stick around for this week's breaking news. But first, I want to talk about a really cool store, a Brick Monarch Shop. This website is designed for all those AFLs out there that are looking for some great t-shirts with classic logos, some home decor you can put on your walls, such as shields, and some other great iconic aspects from the LEGO history. You can head over to the link in our description for Brick Monarch Shop, and you can get a discount of 10% off using Back to Brick 10. That's Back to Brick 10, the number two. So head over there so you can get some really cool AFL swag. All right, now let's get to the breaking news. Lego. 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 Breaking news. Breaking news. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and this is the podcast where we talk with fellow Avels about their Lego designs, and we get down to the breaking news every week to talk about all things Lego has been up to for the past week. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, as always, for all of my longtime listeners and for all of those new listeners. Thank you for stopping by, and hopefully you'll stick around for all the Lego news and fun episodes that we have throughout, well, the year. We've got over three years of content, so you can go back and listen to some interesting news that that's come out, as well as our designer interviews. Please subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast listening services, and you can leave us a review, which gets us a bigger audience as people see that a lot more people are listening to the podcast. So I would love if you could do that as well. If you really want to support the podcast, you can jump over onto our Patreon and become one of our Lego studs part of the Patreon group. Right now we have a great group of people and you can become one of them as well. Uh, Dylan, Evans, Jimmy Tucker, Ryan S., David, Carrie, Russell, and Derek Graf are amazing, all of them, and big supporters of the podcast. So I always like to send them a shout out so you'll get your name shout out as well. There's polls that we put out and uh, questions as well as you'll get the episode uh, early without any ads. So it's, and there's of course gifts and a bunch of other different things. So come on over and put your name in and become a Lego Patreon. This week at work has been a well, a little strenuous and a lot of moving parts. So it's been extra busy. So I'm recording this podcast pretty early as I want to get it done for everybody because I, I do like providing the news. I'm still in progress on the Rivendell set, but it will have to take a little bit of a backseat, I think, because, well, I'm building a tiki bar, which means that I'm going to be outside doing some building with wood, uh, and that needs to get done pretty quickly because we're going to have a, a luau here at the house by the end of the summer, which I love to commit to things before I finish the main project. So it just gives me a, a fun deadline to move forward with. Still have to build it correctly because it is a structure, but that'll be a fun thing. Then I'll post a little bit of updates here and there on my Instagram and I'll put some on the Patreon so you can check out and see the progress of, well, becoming a tiki head and enjoying a little bar in the backyard. All right, that's all I have for admin this week, and we're going to still do, as always, a LEGO set review. This set is going to be, because of the Harry Potter discussion we're going to have today, is 76423 Hogwarts Express train set and Hogsmeade station. So stick around after the breaking news to listen to that. All right, let's get into the breaking news. So later in the episode, we'll talk a little bit more on San Diego Comic-Con. But the first thing LEGO did was release three new LEGO sets, and they all are going to focus around ships that are in Ahsoka, 
the TV show. The three main ships are the Ahsoka's Tano T6 Jedi shuttle. So it's kind of just a big wedge uh, with the cockpit in the middle. It does kind of circulate around. It's 600 pieces and it costs $80. It comes with uh, four minifigures. One is Ahsoka Tano, Sabine Wren, Professor Huang, and uh, Marco. Uh, so we have it. It's the Inquisitor. Sabine Wren has the uh, helmet as she's still training to be a Jedi. I don't think she has a lightsaber at this point. And then the other is the droid. The ship itself is that uh, is a red and gray color. I think it's uh, going to be pretty well used within the TV show. So it's a nice set and not a terrible price range for something like that. We also have the New Republic E-Wing and Shin Hates Starfighter. And Shinhate is one of the, uh, well, bad guys. And they're going to be chasing down this E-Wing, as we talked about last week. It's, uh, it's 1,056 pieces, $110. So it's the two ships. And they're designed pretty well. It definitely looks like what they did with the Mandalorian fighter, Starfighter, I think it is. And how it was chased by a TIE Interceptor. And then the final one which is the strangest one, which does not associate with Soka because they already came out with the Ghost and the Phantom 2. This one is Chewbacca. It's 2,319 pieces. comes in a price of $200. It's a larger scale figure. It does have a little display stand with a plaque and a miniature version of Chewbacca. And I got to say... It's pretty creepy. It <laughs> it has uh, the form in, like of Chewie. Definitely interesting how they tried to make it look furry with the different levels of bricks because there's lots of slopes and different angles to it. So that that I will give them is very unique. The only thing is the face is pretty scary. It just it, it the head itself is weird and I mean I guess Chewie has some interesting uh, facial features for sure, but in general, uh, just kind of a weird set, and I don't know where you would put this unless you're a huge Dewey fan. I don't, I don't know if you, you might not want this. Lego ideas can be a challenge because submitting something that you've designed and love might not be for everybody else, but you need to find at least 10,000 people so that you can get it to Lego to be considered for a Lego set. So the Ideas Creative Lead has given some tips on what you can do to get your idea through and maybe have a higher consideration rate for becoming a Lego set. Total of five different things. Number five, target fresh ideas and think outside the box. Think more of a niche network. What what are some cool products that everyone likes, such as a typewriter, such as tree houses, things like that. Number four, look up licenses that LEGO Group has not considered. So like Ghostbusters, they've already done it, but the Hocus Pocus set was new. They've done um, Back to the Future was one of the early ones as they then continued to use that license as they got it. And three, if you don't get approved, try, try again. You've already got 10,000 before, so it's likely that you have a higher chance of getting 10,000 again. Sometimes the sets just don't happen in that round. Like the office and a couple other sets just did not get produced after the first time, second time, but third time they did get made. Two, don't just submit the same thing twice. Make updates, change it a little bit here and there. Uh, take some of the submissions or ideas from the LEGO community when you've gone through because you can do updates and revisions during your submittal. And then when you submit again, do a little bit more. And number one, it doesn't need to be massive. 
you can have smaller sets, uh, things that are only a couple hundred pieces and that could be made. And if they're creative enough, they're with all those other different outlines, you can get consider considered for the sets. Build it and share it with the community is another one that I'll say that'll be number zero, I guess, because the more you share just the process of what you're doing and how you want to build it, the more likely it is that you can make it into the program and get those 10,000 votes to be considered. Like always does these really cool sets called Fun and Creative. And it's a 12-in-1 set that builds all different little builds together with a bunch of pieces. They came out with a new one that's for summerish things i'd say it's 280 pieces so having it much like a beachy theme you've got a crab lighthouse sandcastle sailboat some reefs a fire pits the lion all these really fun ones one of my favorites is the ice cream cone uh, with little eyes on it as it's sleeping um i would do like the googly eyes personally but in general, it's fun because you have 12 little sets that come together. It's an 8-plus set because it has the standard LEGO pieces. But then you can have so much creativity, not just with the ones that they recommend or give instruction to, but you have the ability to build with all those pieces in your own creative way. So LEGO Art of the Brick has been traveling around the country and I believe the world for quite a few years now. I actually went to it in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago and it was a great experience. You saw some beautiful designs and intricate ways that the designer has taken liberty of building and having these sculptures be displayed. But now they're taking it to another level. It's the Art of the Brick immersion experience. It actually right now is in the exhi uh, exhibition hub in the Atlanta Art Center, there's over a hundred different um, different sculptures. But what is really unique about it is it has that um, the immersion experience. So there are different lightings and uh, portrayals of like how it's in framed in artwork. The art of the brick is just a really unique way that Nathan Soy has gone about building these beautiful renditions and creations. Um, I. I would love to see as he continues to add to the collection, add will come to the DC area soon, and I'll get the opportunity to go and enjoy it just as everybody else has. Lego's collectible minifigures for the Disney 100th anniversary has been extremely popular. There's some classic minifigures and a few newer ones that we all have enjoyed from our childhood, and if you're an adult, still your adulthood, enjoying Disney. And the collectible minifigures are starting to sell out in a bunch of countries such as the UK and some other major stores are selling out of these sets. We're not sure if they will come back in. They're expected to retire at the end of August. So if you don't have all of them, like myself, I'm still missing, I think, half. You should get to your Lego store and have someone or online and buy them because uh, as they go out, then that's it. Um, they're really hard to find at that point. I mean, I guess you can find them on eBay. They're going to be a bumped up in price to find those. I'm still working on series two, as I think I've said about a thousand times. If anybody has extras and wants to talk to me about them, I'm willing to buy them. So this is just a call to get out there. If you haven't finished them all to your Lego store and lego.com to have the opportunity to find them. That is in the United States. I'm not sure how Europe, Europe does seem to be sold out. So you might have to look on those secondary markets. At San Diego Comic-Con, they're doing a whole panel on Lego dreams and the team behind the creation, as well as some of the voice actors. But not only that, there was a watch party yesterday on July 20th from 6.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. 
you could actually go and watch some of the new episodes and get to converse with a bunch of the um, people that worked on the episode. I thought that was really unique, having the opportunity to sit down with these these creators and watch some of the new episodes. I I know it's, uh, I believe, on Netflix now. I have not had the opportunity to watch it myself. But the whole new line is very unique, and I I can't wait to see some of the sets and just see how the playability and what the outcome will be at the end of this quarter, if if they're doing well or um, maybe there's going to be another restructure. Give it a couple years, it'll probably still pick up and have the creativity of the Dreams team and their building of creative, unique sets. Lego Marvel minifigures were extremely collectible and focused a lot about the latest in the Marvel TV shows a couple, I think last year or the year before, I think year before. And now they're going to be moving into series two. And there's a total of 12 characters that we're likely to get, but there's a bit of a controversy. There was one missing. There was a leaked image, but there was discussions on Kang the Conqueror. Kang is a we don't know yet. It's supposed to be the main villain, but because of the controversy behind the actor, there might be a change. Hopefully not. I enjoy what the storyline of Kang's going to be. It's a slow build, so hopefully we do get into something, I guess, in, in particular. But they've removed Kang from the collectible minifigure series. Now, that series... I mean, personally, I don't know why they did that. I understand that there's the controversy behind the actor, but it's about the character, Kang the Conqueror. So it's got the paint, the purple suit with the blue uh, helmet slash visor. That is the character from the comics. And not, these characters that we're going to see in minifigures style are from the comics as well. So I, I wish that they would still come out with it. I bet they have them. So we'll likely see them on the market at some point from people that got a first prototypes or the sets early. Uh, fingers crossed because I would like to get one myself. I think Kang would be a great minifigure to have. Now discussing the ones that will be released, as I said, the image that is going to be shown uh, shows a total of 12 minifigures. We've got Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Moon Knight, Mr. Knight, Agatha Harkness, Werewolf by Night, Storm, Beast, Werewolf, uh, Wolverine, Werewolf, uh, from X-Men, Echo, which is from the Echo TV series. They're changing it with Goliath for Kang. I'm not sure what the Goliath is in reference to, but I guess we'll wait and see for that. And She-Hulk. All those are characters from previous TV shows, so they're not, other than, I will know, Echo was in Hawkeye as well, so there's nothing new here to my knowledge. So there's no peeks into Loki Season 2, and I don't know what other TV shows are coming out. Uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion, which I haven't spent much time with. I, I guess I am feeling the Marvel fatigue. I do love Nick Fury, though, so I need to jump back and get into watching that. I watched Foundation last night instead of doing that. So these minifigures will be coming out this September or um, I guess this August. We're not sure what time uh, what time frame they will be released. It's 12 minifigures at a price of $5. So they're going to be extremely collectible as well since it's Marvel. So you'll have to wait and see the official images and, and unfortunately have to miss out on Kang. 
the biggest news of the week was the reveal of Gringotts Wizarding Bank, the collector's edition. So for Harry Potter, their collector's edition is kind of their bigger model style, as they did with the Hogwarts Express collectible series. They did um, Hedwig. I don't know if they've designed, they said that for the Hogwarts Castle or Diagon Alley, but this one is kind of in line with those. But what's cool about it is it is massive. Uh, vertically. Uh, it is an 18 plus set, 4,803 4, pieces, and comes at a cost of $430 and will be released on September 4th. The design itself has Gringotts Bank sitting atop uh, their underground section. As you know, if you've seen the movies, there's a track line that runs through to the different vaults down below the bank itself. The bank sits atop, so it looks like a giant pillar pretty much is holding up the supporting the Gringotts Bank itself. There is uh, the white dragon that protects the lower vaults. The, and it can sit atop uh, the set itself. The Gringotts Bank can be taken off the bottom section. It does connect with the Diagon Alley set in like a uh, um, um, in the center and can have two runoffs at an angle. The Gringotts Banks, the vaults are pretty cool and they've got a bunch of goblins. There's a total of 13 different uh, minifigures here. We've got some new and some old ones that mix in it's really, it's good. It's not, I don't think the best. I appreciate the Diagon Alley set more and Hogwarts Castle. The Hogwarts Express, not so much, but it's good to have like some of the variety. I agree that the uniqueness of the track underground, I think is really fun and a little bit of playability. And having this Gringotts Bank that we've been waiting for for a while is really cool. The... It's hard to display with your Diagon Alley, and it's pretty tall. I mean, it's it stands at 14.5 inches tall or 36 centimeters high. That's, that's I think, the tallest one we've had. Even the skyscraper from uh, the Daily Bugle isn't even that tall. So you're going to have to find some vertical space, which is a little different since most of the time we need horizontal space. That is coming out this September, so you can add that to your collection for all those Harry Potter fans. Lego's booth at San Diego Comic-Con, I think, is one of the most unique I've seen for a while. It's Lego Brickbuster, the video booth. So if you ever know about the Blockbuster, which was a video store back in the early or the 80s, 90s and early 2000s, where we used to have VCRs and then um, DVDs that you could go rent from this place. And, and my wife and I were talking about it. We miss those days where you could go and get some uh, VHS tapes, really get the opportunity to choose what you wanted to watch. And from Thursday to Saturday at San Diego Comic-Con, you can go experience it. And they state, we always aim to provide an unforgettable fan experience at Comic-Con. There are times where you find your favorite movies, video games, and TV shows all under one magical roof at a local blockbuster. So we knew the retro video store could help unify the exciting Lego play world we offer. And the Brick World experience has Lego building sets, hands-on building activities, as well as a chance to unlock other imaginations and inspire the next playful adventure. It focuses a lot on Sonic, the Dream Series, Super Mario, Lego Ninjago, Star Wars, of course, and then the guests uh, get to register. Well, you have to register for the digital queue to go into uh, the Blockbuster thing is, um, event. I hope we get some really cool videos from that and make sure experienced people. I don't know if you have to rent them or you can buy them. <laughs> it, it is definitely still a fun experience and I hope everybody that's there will enjoy it. 
As LEGO likes to do with their different series, they do a lot of brick heads, and Sonic is no different. There are two new brick heads that are coming to the market. Sonic the Hedgehog set 213 of the brick heads, which I tried to collect them all, and it was quite impossible. It's uh, set 40627, and then Tails, 214 at 131 pieces, set 40628. Tails, of course, has its three tails, and Sonic has a ring that he holds. And the difference, I think, that you can notice for this Brickheads is the shoes. They have, of course, the bigger feet, so more of that cartoon style. And, of course, they're runners, so they need that big set of shoes. And I like that they're one and one instead of a dual pack. They're $10 each, so if you're more of a Sonic fan or Tails fan, you can just buy one or the other. I'm looking to see if they'll ever do Super Mario Brickheads. I think that those would sell out like hotcakes because a lot of people can choose those. One title I just want them to get is Pokemon because that is unlimited capability possibilities for that. So these will come out this September and you can enjoy having Sonic part of your Brickheads collection. Steam has a lot of Lego video games. Some of the classics that we know, such as Harry Potter, year one through four and five through seven, Lord of the Rings, the and Star Wars The Force Awakens, as well as a couple other of the Marvel, DC, and the Lego movie. And right now they're having a pretty big sale, uh, upwards of 90% off. Some are about 75% off, so you're looking at a range of 10, uh, five to ten dollars uh, per video game, but that's a pretty big jump there. The biggest is the three Lego Batman series at 90% off. So you can get all three of them uh, for 10 bucks. Uh, the Hobbit is the 75% off one. So you can get them for about seven bucks. I don't really play the video games very often, but if you don't have them all and want to get them digitally, you can go through and buy these. There's probably 15 different video games that have this discount and you don't always see this. So you can go over to your Steam page, uh, your Steam store and buy them. Lego is pushing Sonic pretty hard as they're now going to be coming out with their latest series in August 1st. And there's just so many different videos that they want to promote it. One specifically is at the Lego headquarters. They have the large-scale minifigure that's in front of the newest building. And it usually just has a blue hat and the minifigure face, but in the latest Sonic the Hedgehog promotional video, they've changed it up a little bit. This time it has Dr. Eggman as the face, so he's got the glasses on and a big mustache, still the minifigure character itself, but experiencing that they talk about the design aspects of how Sonic came to be in Lego form and the continuation of, okay, let's adapt and see how we can implement it. And well, they're doing it right at the headquarters. Video is super creative and it's on YouTube. So I will post that in the description so you can watch that as well. And that was the last of our breaking news. Thank you so much for everybody who's tuned into this week's podcast. I appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and learn about what Lego has been up to for the past week and also learn what I've been up to. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends, tell family, tell anyone in the street, just come and listen and learn about Lego a little bit more. That's the whole point here is to educate people on the adventure and playability of Lego. And now that we're done with the breaking news, we'll move into our Lego set review. This one is set 76423, the Hogwarts Express train set with Hogsmeade Station. It's an eight plus set with 1,074 pieces and 845 VIP points will be 
awarded at a cost of 130 US dollars. It does come with a uh, star rating of four and a half stars with 12 reviews. The set itself comes with the Hogwarts train, of course, some train track with two uh, end pieces that actually let it run off the train so you can play on the ground, and then the Hogmeade station. Now, this set is designed from the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone set as it comes with the minifigures from their first year. It does also come with the uh, uh, the trolley attendant. I always forget her name, but she's uh, I guess it's called the Trolley Witch. She's pretty fun and unique to the set. Anything off the trolley, ideas? if you remember that line. There's a cart that she has the different uh, different little pieces to it. She does Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans. There's also, of course, a Chocolate Frog. The train has a, uh, a two different cabs, so you can open it up and have the two sections. It's smaller, so there's no real cab section to it, just kind of seats where you can sit facing each other. Um, so you can't have Hermione, Ron, and Harry all sitting in the same section. There it are a total of eight minifigures, Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, um, the train conductor, and uh, of course Hagrid, because at the end of the movie, Hagrid gives Harry a photo book of him or his family, his mom and dad. And that's a very iconic end scene here. At a th- little over a thousand pieces, $130, the price is a little high. It does come with a good amount of uh, pieces that have printing slash stickers on them. Um, they even have some in the Hogsmeade train station, which I guess adds some detail to it, but I didn't really, I guess, need that detail. Although if they didn't have it, then we'd probably complain about it. The train I think is much better than the large scale one, just because you can add it to your train track and run it along the train. It does not come with the electronics to have it officially run, but you can purchase those and add it to it later. Honestly, this is a, a nice addition to anybody's collection if they don't have the train. I think this is a third or fourth iteration of it. I had the original. I still have the original. And they continue to upgrade it and add those extra details that I think are iconic to continue to evolve the set itself. So if you're a big Harry Potter fan and don't have a Hogwarts train, this is a good one to get. I would recommend this over the large scale collector's edition one. And then you get the Hogsmeade station as well and all the really unique minifigures. So it's a pretty good deal for for what it is. Other than that, that's uh, all I have for our set review this week. So I'll thank you again and I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there and go build something.